I'm Matsudiso, a musician, songwriter, producer and composer. I also teach. I'm fascinated by process, how we make what we make, why we make what we make. As a musician, I'm always learning from and inspired by other creatives, other musicians, artists, the arts itself, people. In short, life all inform the music I make. And I think that learning from others enriches not only our own art, but the arts. And why holding up the ladder? Well, because we're all trying to get somewhere and I think we build something stronger if we help each other. If we hold up the ladder rather than pull it up from under us as we climb. I'll be talking to all kinds of creatives about process, lessons learned, things that inspire us, the music we're listening to, what makes us who we are and the help we've had along the way. So join me as we climb, holding up the ladder. And they've burnt you into In today's episode, I'm talking with singer-songwriter Mpo Sabina. I discovered her music through mutual friends who'd shot some of her videos and the song you've just heard, No Evil. There's something about her voice. It's soothing, transporting, ethereal, yet grounded, full of emotion. I just love it. Hailing from Botswana, Mpo studied international business in Malaysia before pursuing a full-time career in music. And I'm glad she did. Music is better off with her in it. I've always just grown up with a love and passion for music. Um, so it's something that's always been really close to my heart. Um, yeah, so it's just something that I do for the sheer love of it. I'm not trained, I'm, I'm self-taught and self-learning really. In 2017, she released a six-track EP, Neo, released a single called Massa with Tato Jessica in 2019, and is currently working on new material that I hope we get to hear very soon. We talk about her musical trajectory, shifting from studying business to a career in music, her influences, singing in her native Sitswana, of which personally I'm a huge fan. Sitswana is such a lyrical language. Umpo is softly spoken, even her speaking voice is soothing and melodic. I think you'll see what I mean. Umpo, I'm so glad that you're here today. Thanks so much for doing this. Um, I've been listening to your music all morning, actually, and so I'm really excited for the listeners to get into your sound because it's just so, so beautiful. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those that don't know you, tell us who you are. Tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Mposibina. I'm born and bred in Botswana, and I've always just grown up with a love and passion for music. Um, so it's something that's always been really close to my heart. Um, yeah, so it's just something that I do for the sheer love of it. I'm not trained. I'm, I'm self-taught and self-learning, really. Okay. And so I read on your bio that yeah. you did a degree in international business in Malaysia. Mm, yeah. So, so tell me a bit about that and then how you went from that to like, oh, I'm a songwriter. Okay. So, I mean, generally growing up in Botswana, the, the basis of the thing is you go to school, 
you finish high school and then you get a degree and then you get a job. So I was on my path to doing that. But music was always something that I really enjoyed and loved um, that I was doing and practicing, I guess, on the side, you know, from just listening to it. And also I had a lot of friends who were, who were musicians. Um, so we would jam together and I was constantly learning how to record and writing and all that. So I went to Malaysia, studied international business. It sounded like a good idea at the time. <laughs> I was 17. Um, and when I finished, I did work like a regular job, but I was still pursuing music on the side. Mm. So I guess, I don't know, I, I don't like, I don't see it as I've left international business for music. I mean, it's still a part of me and yeah, I guess music is a business also at the end of the day. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so you did you have like singing training did you sing all the time because your voice is just like i can't wait to hear it but it's like you're like ethereal on oh. one hand really earthed at the same time i don't know how you you managed to do that but it's like your voice you're just like ah she's singing so tell us about how you got into singing and if you like had training like where did you start um, singing is just something that I enjoyed and, you know, a couple of my family members sing as well. So it's something, you know, as kids, we would kind of sing in the kitchen and outside while playing. Um, I never, I, it was only when I got to Malaysia that I, I did do a, I had like three vocal lessons cause at, at that, when I was in Malaysia, I started singing in the church choir. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did have a little bit of training. Yeah, that, that's the training that I got. <laughs> I went to like three classes. But otherwise, it's just from wanting. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, just, you just have it naturally. You just have it naturally, I guess. Yeah. Um, tell me about your process. Like, how do you write songs? Do you, do you have a notebook? Do you record things on your phone? Like, tell me about how you write. I have multiple notebooks. Um, I'm constantly writing or trying to write. If it's not journaling, you know, if an idea comes to mind, I do jot it down. Um, my musical process thus far has been inspired really by hearing great pieces of music because I work hand in hand with music producers. Um, so I, I'm really inspired by hearing beautiful music. I like to meditate on it and then see what kind of emotion or feeling it evokes and then write towards that but um in some instances I do I will have an idea or a concept of a song come to me and then I will just write it down and you know see where it goes from there but recently I just bought myself some studio equipment which is really really new to me because usually I just waltz into a studio and <laughs> somebody's pressing the buttons so I'm learning um yeah to just lay down my ideas and see what happens to them yeah great and um you sing in your you sing in English and Sitswana as well right yes I do and do you find that um one comes more naturally to to you than the other or is it just you know just a flow yeah it does definitely English comes um better I find that I express myself 
excel myself mostly and easily in um, English, but I'm really trying to tap into my Setswana heritage. And, you know, it's a really beautiful language and a lot of like beautiful sayings and stuff. So I'm trying to explore that side of myself as well. And you have a song called Masa, um, which I love with Tata Jessica. I've li- I, when I tell you I've had that song on repeat, on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so but, glad you enjoyed it. But um, tell me, it, explain the song, like what it means, and and if you could just say some of the words in Setswana because it's just so beautiful. I want the listeners to hear. Um, the song Masa is just about celebrating femininity, um, the beauty of women. You know, I collaborated with another female, and it, the the feminine energy, um within us kind of pushed us to to write this song we we really wanted to celebrate each other and the song masa masa means the sun's rays in the morning and is queen as beautiful as a morning star and and in those morning rays yeah (laughs) i love it would you would you just sing a line of it for me so we're talking about this bright beautiful star and her her beauty or her essence radiates throughout the lands mafating is like the the world basically Love yeah. it, love it. Sing one more line and then, and then I won't be able to see She shines as beautiful as um, a diamond. She's as beautiful as a diamond. And of course, I'm from diamond country, Botswana, so... <laughs> I wanted to to liken the beauty of that woman to the beauty of Botswana. Damn, it feels good to be a woman. All the different phases on my assets. And so tell me, you've got um, you've got an EP that came out, Nil, that came yes. out in 2017. Yeah. And I actually I discovered you because of this track No Evil. Yeah. Because your video, our friend, friends that we have in common did your video, and then Black Butterfly. So you yeah. have that. EP that came out in 2017, Masa. Yeah. And are you doing anything new at the moment? Are you releasing anything new? Yeah, I've been working on some music, working on some ideas, um, some ideas that I've shared with you. I can't wait to hear that. And um, yeah, I've been working and writing um, music. So I hope to put that out soon. Great, 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 yeah. great. And tell me, um, who or what inspires or informs your work, the stuff that you're writing? Um, It's just been on my own personal life, um, the things that I go through, 
um, emotionally, the spaces that I go into, um, yeah, it's just based on my personal experiences thus far, but I'm trying to, like, I'm always trying to learn and explore different types of, um, writing, I guess, and, and different forms of storytelling, um, yeah, so it's just life in general, I like, I, I, I usually, I, I write based on my own personal experiences. And do you have like uh, artists, other artists that you're influenced by? I know you've spoken to me about like loving Sade and yeah. people like that, but there, are there any other artists that, you know, inspire you as well? Yeah, totally. Um, from Bob Marley, I really am a huge fan of his and I loved his writing style and the way that he told stories. I thought it was really beautiful. Um, Tracy Chapman. But it ranges, it's crazy all the way. I, I grew up listening to everything from Britney Spears to like, went through all the phases. Um, Solange is really great. Beyonce is great. Um, yeah, I'm kind of all over the place right now. <laughs> musically cool. well that's always good I, I always think um um all the musicians and artists that I know even if they have a certain style of music they tend to listen to everything because we're yeah. in all kinds of things you know so, mm, mm, mm. um are there any lessons you've learned or mistakes that you've made that you think um we would learn from as well I don't know. It sounds kind of corny and cheesy, but I feel like we need to back ourselves more. I've kind of been stuck in a place where I was just kind of, um, I was stuck and not really producing any music because I was like, eh, it doesn't really quite sound like, you know, what I want it to sound like. Oh, this is not, you know, but I think I'm just trying to learn to just have fun with creating and just enjoying it myself and then just throwing it out there. If, they, if people love it, they'll love it. If they don't, it's okay. Yeah, I think that's something that I'm really learning. That's so true. And I think I think the challenge with when you're creative and you're making stuff from your heart, yeah. you're kind of putting yourself out. It's not just the stuff you're making. It's kind of you're putting yourself out there. Yeah, and so yeah. You're, you kind of have to, you have to care about it, but you also have to not be, um, what's the word, like too precious about it. Otherwise, mm. no one. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Totally. But, but it is kind of like going, here is my child. <laughs> be nice to my child. But then I, I remember um, reading a quote from Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters who said, you know, the beauty of music is that you make this song and then when you're performing it live, you have. 84,000 people singing back to singing this song back to you and based on their own experience so it's like once you release it it doesn't belong to you anymore yeah. so it's a really interesting thing but is there anybody that you or people that you'd really like to work with yeah I'm looking forward to working with you <laughs> besides me besides you I mean if I had to shoot my shot it would be great to do something with like a Damien Mali um there's this really dope um artist from Lesotho his name is Morana Laraba who I really love Petite Noir um yeah the list is I mean I could go on and on and on Great, great. Robert and Glasper, oh my gosh. Yes, I think you sound great on a Robert Glasper too. I mean, I would just love that. <laughs> well, we've put it out in the ether, so let's see. Yay.
<laughs> and tell me, um, what are you listening to at the moment? What's on your playlist? I just downloaded a song by this guy. His name is Monga, and the name of the song is Heartbeat 8. Um, yeah, I'm really loving the sound of that. What else am I listening to? There's a France-based artist. Her name is Aya Nakamura. I love yes. her. Yes. She's so cool. <laughs> yes. Um, Kuangbin. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to everyone hearing your music. And awesome. yeah, thanks so much. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Free up your mind. Get rid of the junk. It'll spoil all your fun. Thank you so much to Mpo Sabina. I think we can all agree on how beautiful Setswana sounds, especially when Mpo sings it. Please be sure to follow Mpo on all her social media platforms, stream her music, details of which are in the blurb below, and as always, share, like, subscribe to the podcast on the SoundCloud and Insta platforms at Holding Up The Ladder, hashtag H-U-T-L. Next week, we have a special bonus episode, Understanding the Power of the Voice, with vocal coach Rob Cates, not to be missed. And you actually reconciling to the fact that this is something to do with who you are and not being ashamed of who you are and what it is that you have to share with the world. And so to artists, the same thing is true. What do you have to communicate? What is the message that is on the inside of you? Who are you made to be? So the very first thing is you have to become comfortable in your own skin. Until next time. <laughs>